0: Hello everyone, here is Daniel with the brand new episode of our e-commerce podcast. And the episode today is the 238th episode. And today I will share five strategies that we learned from other brands. And actually many of them, they were already implemented to our clients. So that being said, let's jump into this. And the first one, so I can see still many brands, they offer a discount and, you know, 5%, 10% during Black Friday, 50%. So very different numbers, right? But the point is they give away some discount. And as we know, this is a, uh, why it's not a good thing. I mean, in the short run, it's a good thing, right? Because it really catches people's eye and they want to buy and all of that. But in the long run, This really attracts uh, window shoppers, impulsive buyers. And once you stop discounting, then it will be really hard to make them convert again and again, make them your long-term, high value customers because they came to you only because of the discount. So even if you use a discount, especially a big discount, you should give it to your best high LTV VIP customers and not, not to new customers. I really don't like the idea when you know uh, it's used for acquisition and that's how businesses they gain new business new customers that they give away discounts. then I always ask the business owner, so you give away this f- uh, 15% discount. What will you give them next time? Like you will pull up to 30% and make zero money or what's really the plan? Um, that being said, so this first strategy will be about something different. So I uh, met a company, they are called uh, Super Payments. They are based in the UK and you should, che- you should check this out. And this is useful not only for e-commerce stores. Basically, if you have a payment gateway, Super can help you. So basically, they don't charge anything. The payment uh, is free and uh and you can use it. You can attach this to your store and uh, customers, they can use it. But the good part, so once they pay through super, then uh, you can give them a cashback and this depends completely on you. What's the percentage of your cashback? Typically, the guy who talked talk to me at this conference, he told me that the sweet spot is around 5%. So below 5%, 2%, 3%. they they don't really engage and they won't come back to buy again. But once you give them a cashback of 5% or a bit more, um, but you know, then you lose margins. So you give back um, as a cashback minimum 5%, then actually the ratio of customers who will be, who will come back, that would be, that would be a great number. So let's say instead of giving a 5% discount, 10% or 10% discount for the first purchase, but you can do, they let's say paid a hundred bucks, but after they, you email them and you tell them, hey, you get five or ten dollars back that you can spend on your next purchase. And of course, you can use it um, in your messaging, so you can put it on your product page and website or even checkout before they purchase. So you don't want uh, you don't want to let them know about this only after they purchase, because mm-hmm. then that is, you know, that, there is no increased conversion about. It. So yeah, you want to let them know, hey, if you buy this for hundred bucks now, you will get a great cashback that you can uh, spend you, uh, in your second purchase. So that's the first strategy. I really like super, you should try this out. The second strategy that I want to mention today So this will be probably the most complex one. So early bird VIP Black Friday list. And we've been doing this for a while every year and it still works. And it does great numbers. In general, this can increase the sales of Black Friday by 30, even 40% uh, for e-commerce stores. So you shouldn't ignore this strategy. So what you want to do in October or early November, but probably October and September is the best time of the year for this. So you want to promote this on all of your channels, social media, website, email list. You can send an email campaign about it. You can mention this on your uh, YouTube channel. Uh, You can run Facebook ads or Google, Google, uh, I wouldn't do Google, but yeah, you can run YouTube ads and Facebook ads to this offer. And you can tell people, if you join uh, the VIP list of our brand, then they can get early access to great Black Friday offers with a free sample discount, cashback, whatever. But, you know, make sure that you have an incentive. And then they click the link and they are directed to a landing page which uh, get subscribers to this uh, VIP early bird back Friday list. So they actually have to subscribe on this landing page. And once it happens, they get into your email software and you can email them. So once it happens, uh, basically you want to set up a flow of minimum four but even more emails if possible. So the first email can be a welcome email, say hi, say thank you for subscribing to our VIP list. And surprisingly many people, they will purchase even at this point without getting anything from you, they will already purchase in your store. And then you can send reminder emails. And I would say two, three weeks before Black Friday, you can send a big announcement and uh, let people know what they get. So they can get the huge discount, the huge cashback, the free gifts or, or whatever. You can play around with your offer, but basically you email them weeks before Black Friday and you open up the promotions. And then you can send reminder emails again and then make sure you close with one or two urgency emails. So this is the huge flow and you can run this two, three weeks before Black Friday. And as I said, it can add an additional 30-40% to your total Black Friday sales, your November November sales. So that's a great strategy and I highly recommend you implement it. I know it's a bit complex, but trust me, it's worth it. So you should try this out. Number three. So So the past two tactics or strategies, they were about what to do. This one will be about what not to do. So don't use these lucky wheel type of pop-ups because uh, there are numerous reasons. One, they attract the low quality, I I just call them gamblers. So people who want to win something I think Vilio has this one, you have to give away your email or phone number and then you spin the wheel and you hope you win something, you get something. But in most cases, you don't get what you expect. So, you know, I can see stores with a discount code of 5%, 15%, 50% on the wheel. And of course, everyone wants to get the 50%, but in the end, they get only the 15 or the 5% and they will never check your emails. So that's the reason why they become low quality subscribers. Hey Budai Nation, welcome to the Ecom show. I ask you to subscribe to this podcast and if you like it, make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic. So it would mean the world to me if you could support us. I hope we can serve our audience in the best way. And now let's jump into the episode. Fortunately, I can see this way less than a long time ago, but um, what you can rather do, especially now with the different uh, regulations, so focus on getting zero-party data instead of uh, just going for the contact. Um, And you should get the zero-party data along the customer journey. So from the first point of contact, to the point when they become your most loyal and returning customer. And here's what I mean by that. So when you show the pop-up, then of course you can give them something and ask for email, but you can also ask for phone number. You can ask their birthday. You can ask what kind of product they want to buy in what uh, target audience category they are in. we have a vaping uh, store client and we ask people if they just quit smoking, then that's why they want to vape or they just, try, they just want to try this out for the first time or they are actually a regular vapor or, or vaping user. So we really ask questions about their habits and who they really are. But by doing this, you get all of these zero-party data and you enrich your customer avatar, your customer profiles in a tool like Clavio or even MailChimp. And by time, you will have way more options to segment your list. Once you get to 50, 100, 200k email list size, then you will have a ton of data about them. What kind of people they are, uh, what kind of target audience, what, when is their, ber- their birthday, what's their location, What's their age? You can ask a lot of questions. So, and and you know, nowadays data is the new oil, right? So you really want to get these information from, uh, from your subscribers. And you will get fewer subscribers because of this. You ask more questions, people hate that, but that's fine because again, you want to go for the quality subscribers and customers. Number four. So, find out what platform someone prefers. And this uh, comes back a bit to the last point because you want to know your customers as much as possible. And one of them is that simply knowing what channel they prefer to get contacted through. So they prefer SMS, email, push, a phone call maybe, WhatsApp, something else. And in Clavio, you can build a flow with SMS and email and maybe push I'm not much aware of it but you can add an omni-channel approach to your email flows and you can set up a condition if they uh, give your if they gave their consent to uh, receive text messages from you then you can send a text message them first but if they haven't then only email. But there are even more advanced tools where actually AI, can help you to decide what platform they prefer and AI works with the existing data and, you know, existing patterns. So let's say if somebody always open your, uh, I don't know, WhatsApp messages, but never opens SMS or email, then the AI will recognize it uh, and simply it will send WhatsApp messages and not something else. And a tool like this is uh, insider uh, Insider.com. it's an enterprise level software i just talked to them uh, at the conference in london the e-commerce expo or expo and uh, this is an amazing tool i really like that you build a flow and you can add five different channels maybe even more email sms whatsapp push uh, phone call and uh, the ai Uh, tool can automatically decide which uh, message to send to the, to the recipient, but this is the future. So personalized messaging and using AI to know um, where somebody likes getting your uh, messaging. Number five. So crowdfunding. I talked to dozens of startups and crowdfunding companies, especially from Indiegogo and Kickstarter in the past more than one year. And I asked a lot of questions from them in this podcast. And what everybody told me without exception is that email list and building on email was really the core of their crowdfunding campaign. And what is beyond email here? So of course, when you do crowdfunding, then you want to build a community, a strong community, because the crowdfunding uh, thing, it's really based on trust, trust of uh, of people, trust in your business, in your, uh, in your thing that you invented, and uh, trust in the community, because people, they give you their money, and they accept you to deliver products and you know extra perks whatever you promise them promise to them so that's why because uh, you need to build a strong community but the best way to do it is through email and building a solid email list so this is why email is really the core of a winning crowdfunding campaign and strategy you build your community you ask for email and you know, Indiegogo and Kickstarter—it's—it's not—it's—it's uh, it's not yours. So, um, you know, you have your project on the site, but they can even ban that. Uh, however, the email list is yours. You can export it. You can have it as a spreadsheet. You can email those people anytime that you want. You can migrate it from Clavio to Mailchimp to ActiveCampaign to HubSpot, wherever you want to have those. So email list is an independent way of building a community and getting in touch with with those people. And as we know, email is still a quite personal space, unlike Facebook or social media. And this is why email is crucial. So make sure that you build your email list first, uh, besides building your community when you want to do crowdfunding and ideally you want to build this up your audience and your email list before launch your campaign so and especially your product. So uh, once you have an audience and an email list already, tens of thousands of people are launching your crowdfunding campaign and your product will be super easy. and you don't want to do it on the other way around. But you have a product but nobody is interested. You have no community and no people to message. So audience comes first, product comes second. And, you know, many of these companies, they were in shark tank. Uh, They were, they are successful companies. So I really believe in their words. So these were the five strategies that I and my team, we learned from big brands and we implement these strategies for many of our uh, clients. And actually you can find case studies on our website where we implemented many of these strategies. For example, the zero-party data thing where we changed those pop-ups instead of Lucky Wheel type of pop-ups or the early bird VIP Black Friday strategy. That's also something you can find in our case studies. So make sure you go to our website, thebuddai the B-U-D-A-I, media.com and you will find these there and i hope you learned something today stay tuned because every week we come out with uh, one new episode now we are getting close to 250 episodes which is crazy to think about and finally i will put a link into the description which is uh, our top 100 emails we sent out almost uh, 500 million marketing emails on behalf of our e-commerce clients and we collected the top 100 of them so go to that page and subscribe and you will get this guide for free and i hope you will learn from that too thanks again stay tuned and have a great day